Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Training in the Word on this uh, wonderful, uh, I think it's a Wednesday night. Uh, get ready to uh, receive what the Holy Spirit has for us uh, so that you can prepare to go over your notes of what we're going to be sharing. Uh, I want to continue what we started on last week, uh, empowerment of the Holy Ghost for miracles. And the purpose for the Holy Spirit is to help us to demonstrate the wonderful uh, works of God, uh, that people will come to know God through the pardon of their sins. Uh, we're in an exciting time, even though we see a lot of stuff going on. But these things are going on so that God can show his love, his grace, his mercy towards humanity. Uh, if there's nothing broken, there's nothing to be fixed. If there's no, there's no destruction, there's nothing to be restored. So some of these things happen uh, through the course of life, uh, and it enables God to prove who he is. Uh, a lot of people don't believe there's a God. Some people don't believe in Jesus. And so by us being born again believers and understanding the word of God and have seen God move in our lives one way or another, uh, whether it be by a deliverance, whether it be by salvation, whether it be by a financial blessing, or whether it be by God healing you or delivering you for something, you're seeing the handiwork of God in your life. But a lot of people, think about it, a lot of people don't even know that this power is available to them and they think they have to suffer uh, in this world because they don't think there is no hope uh, for, to get them or to help them or to heal them or to deliver us. And this is why we're getting ready to see a, if I can say a massive, <clears throat> a massive move of God uh, throughout the land <clears throat> of the United States of America and I believe around the world excuse me, so that he can draw people. You know, Jesus, people followed Jesus because they saw signs, wonders, and miracles. He said it to them. He said, you know, y'all follow me because of signs, wonders, and miracles, which is okay because they're like God's drawing card. You know, if you want to get somebody to come to your house or come in your neighborhood, just start a fire. Everybody going to come see you. Where's that fire coming from? Where's that smoke coming from? Well, it's the same way that we're going to start seeing things like this uh, in the kingdom of God. God's going to start these uh, revival fires with signs, wonders, and miracles, and demonstration of so many wonderful things that is going to draw people to God. Remember, Jesus said, I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. So as we lift him up, He's going to draw people. And one way we lift him up is through the demonstration of his love to touch people, to touch people that are sick, afflicted, or with an encouraging word, or with, uh, you know, it's going to be okay. Sometimes it's an encouraging word that you can share with somebody to build hope and to become thankful. And they'll say, why you say that? And you say, the Lord told me to say that to you. Well, then that opens up dialogue for you to witness about the good things God has done for you. So there's many ways God's going to allow 
uh, you to minister to people in a supernatural way, but you got to be open and you got willing and yielding to follow the instructions of God. Um, because it's going to happen. A move of the spirit is going to happen in America and around the world. It's been prophesied over and over again. And we're now in that, in that, I want to say in that season or that era where God's going to start turning things up supernaturally. And people are going to know that there is a God that loved them, care about them, and want to see them born again. You know, Jesus died on the cross over 2,000 years ago uh, for the lives of everybody. You see, and this is what you need to understand. Jesus died 2,000 years ago. The Bible said, while we, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we really haven't did anything to deserve what he did, no more than God loving us. And here's the thing. God has already saved everybody that he's ever going to save in the world through Jesus Christ. But here's the thing. A lot of people are not even aware that that has happened. Or they don't understand how it has happened. And so they tend to walk around and not know that all I could do is say yes to God, ask for forgiveness, and I could be born again. No, there's no works to be born again. He's done all the works for us. He went on the cross. He had 39 stripes on his back. He went to hell. He rose on the third day so that people can be born again. Amen. The Bible said, come. It's free. Salvation is free. Now, once you get born again, you have to do certain things to stay a believer. It's following the scriptures of Jesus and therefore uh, live a life that's honorable to God based on his prescription as a bona fide believer. Now, uh, as I said before, let me go over some things because it's bare repeating some things so you can get it in your spirit. I was in a time of meditation. I heard these words inside my spirit. There's an preaching on the Holy Ghost. And if you notice, uh, I, you know, because I don't watch a lot of television, but I notice when I do look at certain things, there's nobody preaching about the power of God. There's nobody preaching about the Holy Ghost. And there's a problem. Uh, you know, there's a problem because if he's not being recognized, then things can't get done supernaturally on behalf of God. The Bible says, uh, God sent, Jesus said, it expedient that I go for, if I go, I can't, I'm going to send a confidence. So God sent the Holy Spirit uh, to empower us on behalf of him so we can pick up where he left off uh, as a child of God. Amen. Now, and then he says there's not enough preaching on the Holy Ghost to stir him up to move in the supernatural and signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Now, signs, wonders, and we, speak, we said last week, Signs, wonders, and miracles is not just for the preacher. Signs and wonders and miracles are for the believers. According to Mark, we might get back over there, but according to Mark, these, sign, these signs shall follow them that believe. Not them signs shall follow them that preach. Or them signs that follow them that are apostle, pastor, teacher, or evangelist. No, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, lay hands, on the, lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Then it says, cast out devils. In my name, as a believer, 
you can cast out devils. If something going on that you don't like, he says, use my name and shut down the works of the devil. Are you listening, class? It's very important to you that you have the authority and power to shut the devil down in any area of your life because you've been empowered by God with the Holy Spirit and with the name of Jesus. The enemy has no place getting any kind of victory over you because you're a born-again believer. The only way he can get a, a foothold, the Bible says, is through our ignorance. Please stay and get the advantage of us because we are ignorant of his devices, one scripture says. So, but we're not going to be ignorant. Ephesians 6 uh, uh, tells us that we that God has given us authority over all the strategies of Satan. Then you have Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. And so you got all this wonderful power or anointing that's on the inside of you. The Bible says, if you, listen to me, the Bible says up in James, if you will resist the devil, he will flee. Let me give you that again. If you resist the devil, he will flee. Let me give you that again. If you resist the devil, he will flee. Now notice, if you resist, a lot of times people don't resist him. They put up with it. No, you can resist him as a believer. And when you do, he will flee. Get a hold of it. That's very powerful. That's very powerful for you to grasp. Because if not, you're going to be uh, dealing with something that you don't have to deal with uh, when you just stand up in the name of Jesus and in the power of God and speak to that devil and tell him he has to go. In James chapter four, I'm gonna give you this, James chapter four, verse seven. Submit yourself therefore to God. We have already did that. You submitted to God because you're born again. You're, you're sanctified, you're the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, so you're, you know, you're in good standing with God. But I need you to resist the devil, resist the devil, <laughs> Come on, class. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Do you see that? You don't, you don't have to call nobody. You can do it yourself. And, and then you'll see the signs of wonders and miracles happen in your life because you follow the prescription of the word of God. And that's in any area of your life that he's trying to attack. Whether it's, a whether it's your finances, whether it's your family, whether it's your body, whatever it is, if you stand up and resist them in the name of Jesus and the word of God and, and profess the word of God, the Bible says he will flee from you. Glory to God. Did you get that class? Greater. Over in John, 1 John, greater is he that's in you 
than he that's in the world. We know Satan is a God of this world, so we know, but Jesus is in you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's operating in the world. So now through the power, see, again, the power of the Holy Ghost of fear. When you stand up in that, in that anointing, the Holy Ghost comes, the angels come, and bring supernatural deliverance. Remember, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them. So, I mean, the word of God will work for you as a believer. Believe you, but you got, listen, you got to believe it's going to work for you. You got to believe the word of God will work for you just as well as it will work for me. Amen. He don't love me anymore. He love you. He don't give me any more grace. Than he gave. We all under the grace of God. We all under the mercy of God. We all been given the Holy Spirit. Ain't but one Holy Ghost. Ain't but one Holy Spirit. And we all have him. Amen. But you got to work with him and know that he's there to assist you in victory every day of your life. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith, faith in God, faith in what he has done. And when we put our faith in that, it gives God a chance to move supernaturally on your behalf. Now, again, in the Amplified, said, be subject to God. Be subject to God. I, I want to stay here because I really want you to get this because there's so much stuff going on, but it don't mean it has to happen to you. What did I say? There's a lot of stuff going on. It doesn't mean it has to happen to you. The only way it, has, it will happen to you is you don't is you agree with what, he, what he's doing and you believe that it can happen to you. But remember, you're covered by the blood. You washed it in the blood of Jesus. So he can't just come and do what he want to do and think he's big and he's the big bad man. No, it don't work like that. And you got to know it doesn't work like that. Amen. So you can stand your ground, praise God, and watch the devil run, run, run. Now, in the Amplified, said, be subject to God, resist the devil, stand firm against him. What did it just say? Stand firm again. See, we ain't got but one uh, adversary, Satan. Not people, Satan. Okay, hold on right there. Hold on. Hold on right there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Lord. Hold on right there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, keep your finger there. Go over to Peter. Uh, uh, let's go over to Peter because I want you, uh, first, I think it's First Peter chapter 5. First Peter chapter 5. Stay, hold your finger in James now because we ain't leaving that yet. But First Peter chapter 5. I need you, I need you to get your seat. There ain't but one ever said Jesus only had to contend with one spirit. That was Satan. Remember in the Garden of Eden? The devil come. Ain't but one. Amen. I mean, he got demons that work with him, but it ain't but one that you got to deal with. That's Satan. And you can master him because you are a child of God. Let me tell you something. Satan is not the opposite of God. Satan is not the opposite of Jesus. They are under him. They are defeated. Satan is defeated. Okay, Lord, I go there. Hold on. Satan is defeated. Say that with me. Satan is defeated. So he's, he's not equal to God. He's not 
you know, uh, uh, equal to Jesus. No, Satan is defeated. Now, watch this here in First Peter uh, chapter 5. It says here in verse number 8, First Peter chapter 5, verse number 8, be sober, vigilant, because your adversary, the devil. Who? The devil. Who's your adversary? The devil. He said, be sober, be vigilant. The adversary, the devil, uh, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Why he got to seek? Why he can't just devour? Because he got to find somebody that don't know their authority and don't know their rights in the word of God. But when you know your rights in the word of God, and you know who you are in the word of God, then you stand up in the word of God and he will flee. See, uh, submit to God and submit to the word because God in the word is the same. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The word was. So when I submit to the word of God, I'm submitting to God. Submit yourself therefore to God and resist the devil. He'll flee. So when I'm submitting myself to the word, I'm submitting to God and Satan has to flee immediately. Now, in the Amplified, hallelujah, in the Amplified, watch this, what it says, be well-balanced, temperate, I'm reading that the Amplified, sober of mind, be vigilant, and cautious at all times, for that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour, seeking someone. I mean, he's got to look for somebody. It means he just can't come to your house and take over. He can't just do that. He don't have no right to do that. You, are, you have to allow him to do that. But when you stand up in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and the word of God, the Bible says Satan will flee from you. Now, again, say this to, say to him, Satan is defeated. Say it again, Satan is defeated. See, because you need to know he's defeated. Now, go with me to Colossians. Well, go to go to um, Colossians chapter three. Uh, Colossians chapter two. Go there. Also, go to Ephesians chapter one. Ephesians chapter 1, we're going to go there, praise God, and then we go to uh, Colossians chapter 2, come on, training in the word tonight, we're still talking about signs, wonders, and miracles, oh my God, thank you for this word tonight, now, Somebody say amen if you can. Hold on. Now, Ephesians chapter 1, watch this class. Because, see, the Holy Ghost have empowered us to work wonders, signs, and miracles. Well, the enemy that we'll be dealing with is Satan. Now, you need to know you can handle him through the word and the anointing. Now, watch this. My God. Look at Ephesians chapter 1. See, if you pray this every day, you'll get this in your spirit. You'll elevate yourself. 
and you'll know who you are in Christ Jesus. This prayer, Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus, was to get them to understand who they are in Christ Jesus. Now, I'm going to read it at the Amplified, uh, and then I'm going to go to Colossians. I'm going to read over there, and we're going to tie these two together because I see what the Holy Spirit is saying. You need to understand that your adversary, the devil, hallelujah, is not stronger than you. Hallelujah. All right? You see, we, we need to understand it. So now when we know that, we have confidence, we have courage to deal with him. Now, if you don't know that, you're weak and you're timid, you're fearful, you're unbelieving, you're doubtful. No, that's not the believer. No, 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 no. This is why I got to get the word of you so you'll stand your ground and resist the devil and he will flee from you. One translation says he'll flee from you in terror. He'll run. Praise God. Hallelujah. You understand? Listen, class, you have supernatural power on the inside of you with the help of the Holy Ghost to deal with anything and everything that comes up against you, your family, your finances. Don't make a difference. Hallelujah. Now, let me read this. Paul said, for I always pray to God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into the mysteries and secrets into the deep intimate knowledge of him by having the eyes of your heart flooded. That word, their mind, means to have your mind flooded with light. Pastor David talked about that light on Sunday morning. So that you can know, oh my God, I'm praying that you know it now and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set-apart ones. Verse 19, and so that you can know and understand. Now notice, know and understand what is the immeasurable, unlimited, and sur surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe. See, that power is in us and for us who believe. So when you do this, you must believe that it's happening. Because you've been equipped by God. Come on, shout hallelujah. It's very good here. Uh, for us who believe, as demonstrated in the working of his mighty, mighty strength. Well, that demonstration is going to be signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen. Now, verse 20, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Verse 21, far above all authority. Far above all rule, authority, and power, and dominion, in every name that's named, and above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age, but also in, in this world, but also in the age and the world which are to come. Verse 22, he has put all things under his feet and appointed him the universal supreme head of the church is the headship exercised throughout the whole body, which is his body, the footers of him that filleth all in all. Now, so now, the Bible says he has put everything under him. Wow. He has put everything under his feet. Satan is under your feet. Why? He is defeated. He's not equal to God. He's not the opposite of God. Amen. He is defeated. He is defeated. Come on. He is defeated. And he is under your feet. 
And you got to understand, that's why he'll flee from you. When you understand this, he's going to flee. Hallelujah. I know this works. I've seen it works. I've operated in it and seen it over and over again. Now, it's going to work for you. He don't love me anymore. He love you. Amen. I believe this Bible. When I learned this, God began to show me how to handle it. i never forget let me, uh, this story coming up. Um, I was in Raymond Bible. I was in college. I'm going to go to Colossians chapter 2. Our next uh, uh, verse of scripture is Colossians chapter 2. And we are going to start at verse 10 just for minutes. And I was in Rhema, and we were learning about spiritual authority, we was learning these things through Dad Hagen. One night I had a vision, or a vision or dream, and I was in my house, and I was in the, I was in the bedroom. Me and my wife was in the bedroom. Jana was in, in the next room to us. She was a baby. I, I don't know how old she was, but she was a child. I'll put it that way. And in this vision, I woke up and I saw a black crow fly in my house. But when it came, it came in down the hallway. It came to my room, but it didn't come in. It shifted and went in her room. And I and, and I said, well, how in the world does this black bird or, you know, crow get or whatever it was, get in Janet's room? And it started flying. And I said, and I said, in the dream, I said, oh, my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to get this bird out of here? And the Holy Ghost said, grab his head. Told me to grab the bird, <clears throat> catch the bird and grab his head. Well, <clears throat> when I did, when I grabbed the bird, <clears throat> caught the bird, the bird turned into a snake. And it started, and then it started, and then the Holy Spirit said, grab his head and break it off, but don't let the blood hit the floor. So I, so I grabbed his head and I ran to the garbage can and I popped his head and, and the blood never hit the floor. It went to a garbage bag. And the Holy Spirit said, someone has sent witchcraft. But in the spirit, the Lord showed me how to deal with it. And we broke it. And then I understood the authority that we have. And it's like, when this happened to me, I didn't have fear. I grabbed that bird. That bird turned into a snake in my hands, and he said, grab the head. I grabbed the head, ran to the, and popped it and broke the head. And I tell you what, I understood the authority we had. I'm just trying to let you know that power, same power as in me, the Holy Ghost, is in you. It resists the devil, and you command them on the authority of Jesus. He will flee in terror. He got no business destroying anything you got. Amen. Praise be unto God. Now, Colossians chapter 2. Now, we still deal with signs, one of it, because you got to understand, we only deal with one adversary. When I say, 
we only deal with what? One adversary. So now you acquaint yourself with acquaint yourself with God. When you do, you begin to understand the uh power that you have been given. Okay, go to Colossians, but I gotta go somewhere else. I, I, I was trying to go there, but I got to go over here. Don't know I'm gonna be in trouble. Go back to Ephesians. I don't want to get in trouble with the Lord. Go back to Ephesians, please. And go with me to chapter 6. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 6. Now, I want to Read this because it's so powerful. Come on, stay with me. Take good notes. You're going to have to go back over this. I am teaching you what I live. This, this is why I do this. I live like this. Anybody been around me? You've seen us cast that many devils. Hallelujah. Because I know my authority in Jesus Christ. And I know that great is he that's in me, the he that's in the world. And I know that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So therefore, he has to obey the voice of Christ that's in me. See, he's not obeying me. He's obeying the Christ that's in me. See, Christ in me, the hope of God. So when I start speaking on behalf of God, I'm speaking on behalf of Christ. I'm not speaking on behalf of Andrew. I'm speaking on behalf of Jesus. I'm stepping into Jesus in the realm of the spirit as a son of God, decreeing what the Father would help me to say. Glory to God. Now, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Now, watch this. I'm going to read out the, out the Passion Bible first. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. This is Apostle Paul talking to the church at Ephesus again. Be supernaturally, hear that word, be supernaturally infused with strength through your union, what? Through your life union with the Lord Jesus Christ. See, this is based on your union with Jesus. This is based on your position in Christ. See, I know when I stand before Jesus, before Satan, it's not me. I'm going to prove it to you just for me. It's Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's the God in me standing up. It's the Holy Ghost standing up. Destroying the works of Satan. I don't have the power to do that. The power is in me by God to do it. And when I operate in that power, we get results from the Holy Ghost. Now, it says, stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. That's the Holy Ghost. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be perfected. Put, excuse me. Uh, we can say perfected or will be protected as you fight against the devil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, but with high principalities, authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realm. But there are powerful class, there are a powerful class of demon gods, evil spirits that hold the darkness in bondage. But notice, 
You got power to deal with that. Are you listening to me? The Amplifier says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, empower through the, your union with him, draw your strength from him, that strength which is boundless, his boundless might provides. That's that strength, boldness, courage. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy armed soldier, which God supplies, that you may be that you may be able successfully to stand up against all the strategies and the seats of the devil. Now notice who you're standing up against. Abel won. He was defeated on the cross over 2,000 years ago. Jesus went to hell for three days, rose again and said, it is finished. Praise God. It is finished. He know it is finished, but he don't want you to know you in the finished work of God and you have the power, the authority to deal with him just like Jesus. Now go to Colossians chapter two. Take good notes tonight. Colossians chapter two. Now, I want to read this. Uh, we'll start in the 10th verse. We'll start in 10th verse, just for time's sake. In the Amplified, well, you have the King James. In the King James, let's read the King James. And you are completing him, which is the head of the principles of our power. Then in verse 11, in whom also you were circumcised with the circumcision made with him without hands, putting off the body of sins of the flesh of the circumcision of Christ. Verse 12, buried with him in baptism, when also uh, you are risen with him through faith of the operation of God. So you went through a divine operation of God through faith, and you come out looking like Jesus and God. Now, who have raised him from the dead, and you, being dead in your sins, circumcision of your flesh, have quickened together with him, have forgiven all your trespasses. So Satan can't hold nothing out on you. You worthy to do this. Amen. Then it goes on to say, blind not, verse 14, blind not your, blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances which held against us, which is contrary to us. He took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. All this was nailed to the cross. All the bad you ever done, all the sin you ever done, it's always, it's been nailed to the cross. Amen. Now, verse 15, having spoiled, this is what I want you to see. He's defeated. Having spoiled principalities and powers made a show of them openly, triumphant over them in it. Well, in the Amplified, I'm, let me say this to you. In the Amplified, listen to what it says. God disarm the principalities and powers that were that were raged against us and made a bold display and public example in them triumphant over them in him and in it on the cross god disarmed in the amplified god disarmed the principalities now if god disarmed this army he took his arms away artillery arms means what he's using to fight with god disarmed him when Jesus went on the cross, he died for our sins. God said, everything he had against us, he took it away. So really, Satan has nothing to defeat us with. 
So if he defeat us, it's because we don't know who we are and we're giving in to him and we're not standing up for the word of God. Somebody say amen. I'm, I'm preaching the truth tonight. Are you listening? You rebuke it. You send it back to where it came. Amen. See, you got to be a believer. You, you know, you just can't be a believer and read the word and don't do the word. The Bible said, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own sin. So if sickness come, watch this. Listen to me now. If sickness come, you have the authority to deal with it. Now, in the name of Jesus, I come against the sickness that's trying to come in my, by his stripes. I was healed, so I declare I am healed, and no sickness and disease is going to fix itself against my body. I declare I'm healed, I declare I'm well, and you stand right there until your body lines up with what God has done for you on the cross over 2,000 years ago. See, God's not trying to heal you. God already have healed you. He has healed you. Now, you have to know that and appropriate that by faith. Oh, my God. Come on, class. Are you listening? You stand against that. Or you could be weak. Well, let me go do. Let me go see. I don't know what I'm going to do. What you mean? You got 66 books tell you what to do. In my name, you shall, if you believe. See, this is how you're going to sign. You're not going to have size one in miracles if you don't believe it. You don't take the word of God for what it is. No, the word of God is truth. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, so we see here, God disarmed Satan, took his weaponry away from here for principles and all God did it already. Are you listening? So he don't have to, God don't have to conjure up nothing to do. No, he's already done it. And Satan know he is defeated. He know that uh, you don't have power over him. He know that, but he got to make sure you don't know you don't have power over him. So he lets you hear this, see this, do that. Oh, let, let me, hold on one second. Hey, man, we almost finished. It's good teaching here. Let me tell you, you don't let Satan rock your world, you rock his world. You deal with him. Now, Go to me to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And verse number third, and verse number 14. This is the only way he can get you. See, he's seeking. He's looking. Amen. Now, he can have his way with an unbeliever because they have nothing to stop him. So that's why he can get in these people and make them shoot people and do mass murder because they don't have nothing to restrain them. 
Amen. So he just get in their mind and do whatever, go down there and shoot somebody. But he can't do that with you. He can't, he can't come to you and say, all right, because you know the word of God going to pop up. God going to pop up. And you're going to say, get thee behind me in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to do that. That's not the righteousness of God. That's not the work of the kingdom of God. That's the works of darkness. And I would not, I would not adhere myself to that in Jesus' name. And see you standing up. You see it? Now, in first, second, I'm sorry, second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. And, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed as an angel of light. You see that? So now he'll come and try to deceive you and make you think. Notice what it say. Make you think he has power. Make you think he has authority. To make you think you're not worthy to deal with him. Oh yeah, he gonna come every kind of way he can to get you to not stand up in the righteousness of God and deal with him like you're supposed to deal with him as a child of the king. Are you listening, class? So he's going to come and try to masquerade himself like he all this and that. But you got to have a discernment. Oh, I know who you are. No, oh, that ain't God. That's the spirit of darkness. Somebody say amen if you can. Now, go with me to... Uh, now go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and look at verse 11. See, he's going to do all that. See, this is my job that make you aware of what he's going to try to do so you can move in the supernatural and manifest signs, manifest wonders, and manifest miracles. Now, look at this. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lee Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. The King James say to keep Satan from getting the advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his wiles and intentions. So if we're ignorant, guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? If we're ignorant and we don't know what he's doing, and he's walking around seeking who he may devour, he's going to make contact with you. But see, if even if you do, once you realize what's going on, you stand back and say, no, in the name of Jesus, I recognize you. And in the name of, then you start speaking from your spirit and start dealing with the elements and watch God move supernaturally on your behalf. Hallelujah. He would do it every single time. Now, let's go back over to Joel. I don't know if I told you that, but that's where we was. Seemed good that we go down that road. Seemed good to the Holy Ghost. But it'll fit where we're going. Go to Joel chapter 2. Yeah, 2 or 3. I'll look right here. Oh, my God. Some good teaching tonight. Oh, that was good stuff. He only have power you or what you give him. And I always remember this. 
listen closely. Pay close attention to me. The enemy can only get to you through your mind. Let me say that to you again. The enemy can only get to you through your mind. He can't get to you any other way. See, because your spirit, therefore, if any man being in Christ, he's the new creature. So Christ is in your spirit. So now he can't defeat Christ because Christ already defeated him. And we say he's under, he's under his feet. So he know he can't defeat Christ because Christ already defeated him. Are you listening? So you stand up in that right and let the devil know, I'm not defeated. I got the victory in Christ. Now, I want, want you to see this because here's, here's the, let's get ready to sweep through America. Notice this, in Joel chapter 2, verse number 28. And it shall come to pass that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Verse 29. And upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days, I will pour out of my spirit. Verse 30, and I will show wonders in the heaven and blood and earth, blood, fire, and pillar smoke. And so now we see God says, I'm going to start doing wonders in the heaven. I'm going to start pouring out my spirit upon my people, and they're going to start doing wonders from the heavens. Now, go with me to Acts, the book of Acts. Let's see something. The book of Acts. Now, here is where uh, they were getting filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and I mean, verses 1, 2, and 3, you see where they got filled with the Holy Ghost. But then Peter now gets stirred up in God. And look at verse 14, Acts 2, 14. And Peter standing up with the eleven. Lift up his voice and said to them, you men of Judea, Judea and all you that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these, for these are not drunk as you suppose, seeing that it's but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by prophet Joel. So now here's a prophecy coming to pass. On the day of Pentecost, when they got full of the Holy Ghost, God began to do things supernaturally. Are you seeing it? Look at this. The Holy Ghost. At the beginning, we all of a sudden now, the prophecy of God pouring out his spirit upon. So, so we see it manifesting in Acts chapter 2. And I will come to pass in the last days, says God, I'll put my spirit upon all flesh. My sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream things. And on my hand, servants, on my man, I will put out of those spirit, out in those days, my spirit. And they should prophesy. And it goes back and say the same identical thing that God did. Then it jumps down to verse 22. Now, it shows now here's the kicker, because here with everything's going to start flowing. Now watch what Peter said. You men of Israel, hear this word, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracle signs and wonder, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourself know. Now, in the day of Pentecost, a lot of people got born again. The Bible says three, I think it was 3,000 souls came to God. Why? They saw the super They saw the miraculous. 
There's going to be an influx of people coming to God because of the miraculous. You see all this stuff happening. It's setting up for God through his people to do the miraculous. Oh my God. All this is, so just watch what's going on. And then all of a sudden you're going to see a strong glory hit the earth. Because the Bible says, oh, earth should be full of glory. All of a sudden God's power is going to start. And then people like you and me going to start doing incredible things through the, through the awesomeness of God. It's going to be so easy for you to lay hands on people, speak on people's lives. And see me get healed, delivered, and set free by the power of God. Sometimes, sometimes just by speaking the word, just prophesying, you see God explode in a supernatural way. Are you listening, Claire? We're part of the one of the greatest moves that finna hit the face of the earth. And God talking to those to make them aware that they're part of this great, mighty move of the Spirit. We did camp meeting for so, so many years. We're going to go back to do camp meeting again once we get our building. Greater glory camp meeting. Because there's a, oh my God, there's a greater glory that's coming that's going to visit this earth. It's going to be easy to get people saved, easy to get people healed, easy to get people delivered. They're going to be signs. They're going to be wonders. They're going to be miracles. God going to do so many extraordinary things. People will not be able to deny that there is not a God. He's going to do it again. Like he did with Oral Roberts, A.A. Allen, William Branham, all those, all those old times of Zuzu Street, powerful miracle signs. God's getting ready to visit the earth one more time in a great fashion. And then the return of Christ is going to happen. We're just that close to the return of Christ. He's prepping us for end time harvest, an end time move of the spirit. You ought to be excited about it. But you can start, this can start happening in your life right now. Put it to work. Put that devil on the run. Get that devil out of your house. Get that devil out of your finances. Pray for your kids. Speak over them. Amen. You ain't got to bind it. No, 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 no. You pray over them. You can just touch them on the shoulder and say, Father, I thank you that my son is saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. You say that and just go on. You ain't got to do, no, just speak it. There's authority in your words. And believe it. These signs shall follow them that believe. Are you listening? Well, I pray you got blessed tonight. Oh, I enjoyed this tonight. We're going to pick up this on Sunday morning. We're going to go a little further. Amen. I just want to serve notice to the devil, you in trouble. This is the month of sign, wonders, and miracles. And we're going to see God do extraordinary things through our hands. Amen. Through our families, through our finances. Praise God. Because we believe we receive as we speak and appropriate the word of God in faith. It's not based on what we could do. It's based on what he could do. He's already done everything he's going to do. Going to do, excuse me. He's already done fulfill every promise that he's going to fulfill. Now, when you take your faith and you appropriate those uh, promises through faith. See, faith don't get God to move. Faith appropriates what God has already done. God already don't move. He already got you saved. He already sent the Holy Spirit. Amen. So your faith now appropriates what God has already done. 
You, we don't use our faith to get God to do anything because he already done everything he's going to do. He's going to do it and, and has done. So now you use your faith to appropriate the promises of God. And Father, I thank you that you've already provided this and I thank you, Father, that you've given it to me. I receive it in Jesus' name. And see, now you're not trying to work and get God to do something because now you get into the law and legalism. No, it's by grace through faith that we receive from God. Grace is what God do. Faith is what you do. Amen. Praise God. I pray you receive. Amen. From tonight's training. Listen, this is your month to see God do extraordinary things to you. And all you got to do is stand strong in faith and, and know that he's working it out for you. Amen. Just like he worked it out for every other believer on the face of the earth. Just like he worked it out for Jesus. And I always remember this. When God looks at you, he looks at you through Christ. He does not look at you through you. He said, no, no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. So God knows you after the spirit. He don't know you after your flesh. The devil make you think he, no, he's focused on what belongs to him. What belongs to him is your spirit. Your body going back to the earth. Your body belongs to the earth. It don't belong to God. So your body is going back to the earth because that's, who, that's where it came from. Your spirit going back to God. Because that's where it came from, if you're born again. Now, if you're not born again, well, there might be some other things that might happen to you. But if you're not born again, you can confess Jesus as your personal Savior. Ask him to come into your heart and to forgive you of your sins, and you receive him as your personal Savior. And it's just that quick you're born again. It's not based on your works. It's not based on how good you are, how wonderful you are. No. For by grace are you saved through faith. It is not of yourself. It's not of works. It's by grace through faith. Amen. Well, amen. Praise God. I'm happy teaching you the word of God tonight. Listen, get ready to worship God. You're giving, you're tithing, your offerings tonight belongs to God. Amen. He's giving you everything that you can ever need. And as you appropriate God now through seed time and harvest, you receive what he has for you. It's just that easy. Amen. God don't have to go. See, God has provided everything that you're ever going to need. My God shall supply all your needs according to the riches and glory of my Christ. He's already. But when you operate your faith, you take your faith and you and your soul and you give in obedience to God, it, it releases what God has already done for you. You ain't got to beg for it. It releases it for you. Blessed of the Lord, make it rich and add no sorrow. There's a blessing, amen, in giving. When you, when you obey God, it releases what God already have given to you. So your giving don't make God. No, your giving uh, uh, opens up God to do for you what he's already done for you. Amen. He's already given you everything you're going to need. Let me, it was then it's, it's Ephesians. It's over for Peter. Amen. He's given everything that pertains to the life that God, he's already given it to us. So we ain't got to ask him for what we do. We follow the scriptures. We sow, we tithe, we give, we obey God. If you be willing to be, then you should eat the good of the land. So when you obey God, you appropriate your faith and what God done through grace. See, through his grace, he's already provided everything you ever need. Now you take your faith, go in that grace to get what you need. You appropriate the blessings of God through grace by faith. Amen. So tonight, believe. 
How do I show my belief? I sow. I pay my tithes. I do what he asked me to do. And then I rest in that, that he is going to do exactly what he's saying. And I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to sweat it because he doesn't lie. And he's going to do exactly what he say because he told me he would do it. He's not a man that he shall lie. If he, if, he, if, he, if he has said it, should he not do it? Have not spoken, should he not make it good? So I can trust him. I can trust him. Uh, the scripture we, we gave you today. Oh, what a powerful scripture. See, just believe. But it's based on your soul. Obedience, based on your obedience to the seed. Amen. Thank you, Minister Janice, for putting out there how they can get that seed to the ground. Now, God's working with us. You know, he blessed us. Uh, with some finances, getting us ready to go in our building. But we still got to do our part. Even though he's doing his part, we still got to give. We still got to sow. We still got to support the work of the ministry. We got so much work we have to do once we get in our building. We want to hit the ground running. Amen. We want to have enough resources. Amen. Not to slow us down, but to make us run, 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 and have fun, fun, fun in the name of Jesus. I believe our building is, is, is showing up real soon. I got my, I just know a building is coming real soon. Amen. Praise God. So listen, we love you. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for being online. Uh, uh, praise God. Father, I, I thank you for the people of God. And I speak over their life tonight uh, that they'll see uh, that they've been given authority over Satan. And through that authority, they can see sign wonders and miracles like never before. I thank you tonight if they give and they sow, that you've already provided everything they have need of, and they appropriate their uh, uh, blessing through the faith of sowing into your kingdom. Thank you for the opportunity to minister uh, the word of the Lord to the people of God. We thank you that Sunday morning is going to be a great move of the spirit. We're going to come expecting you to do signs, wonders, and miracles. Now, Father, I speak grace, peace, and increase. We decree the blood of Jesus over everybody's life, family, finances, that's under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak over you the peace of God. Shalom. We see you on Sunday morning. God bless.